Is it real? Or is it ridiculous? Well, hi, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous? My name is Kara, and I am joined by my sweet and sassy co-host, Miss Leah. <laughs> well, hi, Miss Leah. How sweet are you? Sweet and sassy. Yeah, that's you. You're like sweet and sassy and spicy. and Ooh, yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Thanks for that intro. <laughs> How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Are you ready for this week's episode, Leah? I don't know. Yeah, this is going to be... This is going to be like a therapy session. It's going to be... Yeah, we're (laughs) going to get a little deep. We like getting deep with you guys. And as you know, I've kind of brought up the trainer a few times. So we're kind of going to get a little deeper into him and what happened there. And it just so happens that Leah went through a very similar situation at the same time as me. And that's kind of how we really bonded together and like really formed our friendship. Yes. So we're going to talk about it. But first. But first. What's new this week? I had to go back to the dentist. Oh my God, you did. To get my filling. Cringe, but I did it. Mm -hmm. And I had a much better experience this time. I feel a lot better about the dentist again. Okay, good. I'm over my my anger from the last time. Yes. Um, She was really nice because I was like really nervous about it because of my bad experience the last time. PTSD. And a little. And (laughs) she was really sweet. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just feeling a little anxious about this, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, no, no, no. Don't apologize. We can't apologize for who we are. Um, I love that. I know. It was like so nice. Is she a therapist or a dentist? Maybe. <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then she was like, why don't we talk about what you're afraid of and we'll figure out solutions wow. for it. Like, wow. yeah, she was very accommodating. I wow. also switched to the dentist who owns the practice. Oh. So I feel like I upgraded a little. Not the boss. Yeah. But um, that was pretty much it. I mean, I had the feeling it went good, you know. Now I don't have to go back for another couple of months. For okay, my next good. Cleaning. I'm so glad that you had a much better time. So much better. Oh my god. And they were nice to you. Yeah, and they didn't rush my cleaning or try and pawn me off on <laughs> another dentist off. that I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Other than you know the norm, I'm still picking fights with my boyfriend. <laughs> you know, again. as always. You know, you need like entertainment. You need something to do. Gotta keep it interesting. Yeah, and right. You have to, like you have to stay on your game and like you have to keep him on his toes i feel like our relationship is fine (laughs) you guys have a very healthy relationship so i feel like it's okay you know when you can't joke about it anymore like then it's not okay yeah what about you over there what's Um, new with you well (laughs) well (laughs) oh boy i know i mentioned him last week but i went on a date with potential Peter. Ooh. We ended up meeting. Okay. Um, little backstory. So we met on Hinge. Leah, you will be so proud of me. <gasps> I was the one who like dropped the first Stop it. Message. You messaged him first. <laughs> I did. Oh my God. Wait, I'm so proud Thank of you. you. Thank you. Oh. And I feel What did you say? Okay, so <laughs> his job title 
it sounded like something you would hear on The Office. Mm. So I like made a joke about The Office, which I'm very familiar with, very Right up your alley. Yeah, that's like my happy place. Takes bow, flips hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I did so good. <laughs> you would be so proud. I am so proud. I know. Um, but we were sort of chit-chatting back and forth and we were talking about this one really fun like bar restaurant that we both like and sort of off the bat he was like oh we should go so i kind of like that we didn't like bullshit around like chit-chatting for a while he just got right down to the point let's go meet like let's get a drink whatever and i just like gave him my number and like it kind of just started from there good yeah i like that which i'm into like yeah here's what i'm looking for yeah let's want to go just talk about it in person yeah i like that yeah um, a so, man who knows what he wants yeah. and goes fucking after it. I love that for you. Potential Peter. Um, I'm so proud of you for reaching out first. That's huge. Yeah, that was huge. I mean, that spiraled the whole you guys going out. Like you met this guy yeah. because you had the balls to reach out to him first. Yeah. So yeah, so we went, we met up at the, like, it's both of our favorite bars. So we, they obviously have like a very cute outdoor dining sitch, super, super safe. Um, and we just hung out. We had like a really nice time. Good. Um, But there was one thing that kind of bothered me. Oh. And I'm not sure if it's me just like being crazy because I'm sensitive. But okay. So he brought up his ex. On the first it was pretty soon. Date. It was pretty soon. I don't know. It kind of just happened. Um, okay. <laughs> which I mean, I guess I guess at this point it's kind of like... I'm waving a red flag. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm over here waving a red okay, flag. Okay, yeah. I, it was, it's definitely like throwing me. Um, and he was kind of just explaining like how they ended things. Just the way that he kind of described their like breakup and like subsequent falling out really, really rubbed me the wrong way. And it's kind of sending me red flags and like giving me flashbacks to the trainer, actually. Oh. So I don't know if he still has as much potential. <laughs> oh, no. Not so potential, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, that's sure. fair. You know, if you have those like warning signs like going off in your head. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm being extra sensitive because I'm so like triggered by like the emotions I feel when I think about the trainer and just like his behavior. Right. And I'm maybe I'm just being dramatic or extra cautious or maybe maybe you're being extra cautious because you know like it reminded you of something some experience that you had with the trainer and you don't want to go down that road again. Yeah. Which is totally understandable. We'll see but that is the perfect segue. (laughs) Isn't it though? Don't you love when that happens? (laughs) That is the perfect segue in to our topic for today. Okay. Is it time? I think it's time. Should we get real? Let's get real. Let's get real. All right. So little quick backstory before we fully get into it. Um, The trainer and I met, obviously he's a trainer. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) But we met at the kickboxing gym where leah and i met oh such a great place to meet people yeah, that well, I place met you first so. <laughs> <laughs> true um and i don't even know how we kind of started like liking each other or whatever you want to call it i i honestly don't remember but it started out as like a group thing because oh, yeah, that's we right. used to all as a big group go out after kickboxing to that's get food and right. drinks that's right and then it started getting narrowed down to like you, me, and him. Yeah. But I don't even remember <laughs> how... He just like 
he liked our company. Like you and I were always like giggling in the corner and like being silly. And like he would come over and tell us to do stuff, and we'd be like, "No, yeah, I'm that's not right. gonna or fucking like do that." Laying on the floor, yeah, <laughs> trying not to die. He'd be like, "Leah, why aren't you doing the combo?" And I'd be like, "I don't feel like it." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we would like share a bag or like just we like gossip yes, in the corner. We'd yeah. just stand in the corner and like bullshit. So he would start coming over to talk to us. Right. I think that's how it started. Yeah. And then, you know, you guys had your alone time. (laughs) Um, But I think at the beginning, he really wanted to, like, define the relationship. And, like, there was a part of me that was like, whoa, pump the brakes. Like, no, no, no. Like, I was getting these red flags, like, these signals that my body and my brain were telling me, like, no, do not define a relationship with him. Like, you don't want that. Just, like, keep this, like, casual. Keep it fun. Keep it light. Whatever. I totally get that. Yeah. Because that was exactly what happened with me in the squatter. Like, he kept pushing to want me to be his girlfriend. And, like, some part of me deep down was just like, no. no. Yeah, like, this weird. is not right. I don't want this. It just, like, it felt like... It feels wrong. It felt wrong. So you, like, reject it, but you don't know why, but you still want to be with them. Yeah, it's really... It's I like, totally get that feeling. It's so confusing. And it was strange because I also, like, hadn't really dated anybody in a while like when he and I kind of started dating so it was kind of like there was something in the back of my mind that was like uh I don't know and then I think one of the biggest and earliest red flags was at party at the gym they always used to do these events yeah that's right so the trainer like planned this party and he got like I don't know like chips and beer and whatever but it was like shitty he like didn't know how to do anything so all the party supplies he got were really bad and one of the other guys that we knew that was kind of in this group of us he was like all right this is kind of lame I'm gonna go buy more beer and you and I were like yeah, yeah go get Montauk watermelon it was just like not a fully planned thing it right. was like there wasn't enough stuff and right. there were too many people so our friend was just like I'm just gonna like help this yeah. situation real quick I'll be back super quickly I'm just gonna go get some more party supplies right like no harm no foul no, like no. it's fine not at all it's perfectly normal like right. you're running out of beer so the trainer got like really 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 upset when me and Leah were like yeah like you saved the party <laughs> And then he would go outside and like storm off and like look at me, like give me a dirty look. And like, we had never been in a fight. And he would kind of look at me. And I guess I like went out and followed him because I was like, well, we're kind of like hooking up. I guess I should go check on him. You know, I was kind of like, what the fuck? So I went outside and he was like, you don't even care like what I did for this. I did so much. And then like, let's just call him Ryan. And Ryan went out and he bought you beer. He bought you pizza. He bought you snacks. And like, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. And why don't you just like hang out and flirt with Ryan? And like, you don't need to talk to me. And I was like, wait, what? I'm not flirting with Ryan. Like, not even close. I was like, me and Leah are just chatting with him and we're laughing. And he's funny. Like, the Ryan Yeah, he's a funny funny. guy. Like, he likes to make people laugh. Yeah. Like, he's an entertainer. So we weren't like flirting. We were just like talking to our friend. Right. And the trainers like flipped out. And then I remember you came out to get me in the parking lot he kept going outside to like stand alone yeah leah you came out and he was like yelling at me and this was the first time leah said to me kara this is like emotional abuse yeah and i just remember how it really resonated with me because nothing up until that point had felt right i feel like everything i did was wrong like in when it came to him like he would always point out like my flaws and if 
I didn't call him back or didn't text him back right away. And I didn't really understand. And then when you said emotional abuse, I was like, holy shit, like a light bulb went off. Yeah. Because at that point, you had been hooking up for a little while. Yeah. And that whole like him like gaslighting you. and Yeah, like he would text me a lot all day and if I didn't respond right away he would be like why didn't you respond like what are you doing blah 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 and I'd be like oh sorry I was in a meeting or oh sorry I was working or doing anything and then he would be like whatever and like give me attitude and then he was always getting mad at me like I could never do anything right he was always mad at me all the time and then when I tried to be like well you didn't answer me like blah 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 he would then turn it around on me and get mad at me that's like stupid shit that the squatter would do to me too Yeah. Except I would call him out because like, I don't, I take no shit. Like I don't, even though for some reason I took his shit, like I wound up staying with him for another like couple of months, but like whatever, he would be like, why aren't you texting me right now? I'll be like, well, I'm out at a social event with my friends. I'm not going to like sit on my phone and text you. And he would get so mad. He'd be like, oh, and he'd like mock me. He'd be like, oh, I'm talking to my friends. I have so many friends. Excuse me, Miss Popular, like all this stuff. And I was like, I have a big social life. Like I have a lot of friends. I'm not going to apologize for that. Like you, if you're going to be in my life, you need to learn how to fucking deal with it. Which is like, that's also another major, major red flag is if you're in a social situation, the trainer would pick fights with me whenever I was out and he wasn't there. Yes. So I would spend the entire time out with my friends or my family or wherever just on the phone fighting with trying him. to fucking talk them off yep. the ledge it's so true and then it's bullshit like he ruined so many things for me yeah thinking oh my god he's so mad at me he's so mad at me i need to fix this otherwise i'm not gonna enjoy myself the fact that he's getting mad at you for something that minuscule means that he's insecure about something. Oh you have to then fucking deal with his anger and it like ruins the so night. So like, angry and it's so irrational. Like there was always a problem. It doesn't matter where or what or when, there was always a problem with him. I think that's such a red flag such when red there's flag. always a problem. Like I even think about the squatter too. Like he would get mad at me if I wore like a dress to a bar. Oh my God. He would be like, you're wearing that dress out to the bar. And I would be like, yeah, like, what's the problem? And he would be like, well, like, everyone's going to be looking at you. And I would get so, I would be like, no one's going to be fucking looking at me. Like, calm down. Also, like, And then he would, like, not talk to me because of it. And I'm not the person to play these games. I'm just like, I'm very low drama. Like, I don't, I don't like this shit. So I was like, listen, if this is how it's going to be, then I don't want any fucking part of this. So, like, you need to figure your shit out if you want to be with me. Because I'm not dealing with this. So then he would like sulk for a couple of days and then come back to me. And like, you know what? It was my fault too for putting up with that shit. But also like, I kind of say this in episode seven, how I feel like I kept like letting him come back because I really wasn't sure what I wanted. And I was afraid that I was going to be alone and all this stuff. So like, you know, that's on me. But also like the fact that like both the squatter and the trainer attempt to control the person that they're with. That's another reason why you and I bonded so much too. We were kind of like dating the same exact type of person at the same time. That's like when we cemented our friendship, we and the trainer had just broken up for the first time. And we (laughs) were sitting on the beach in West Hampton. I remember crying to you about him because he made me feel so small and so lessened and like he fucked me up so much in my brain like I remember being like why am I not good enough for him which is like completely bullshit because like I'm so much better than he is but you did come to that realization like unfortunately he had to push you to that point 
But at least you were able to be like, you know what? I'm better than him. So like there's something wrong with him that he needs. He feels the need to put me down. Yeah. What's crazy to me is that I consider myself like a strong, independent, fierce woman. Yes. And I never, ever, ever thought that I would wind up in a relationship like this. But I always like thought that I would be like, oh, no, like, fuck you. Like, fuck that. You're not going to treat me that way. But for whatever reason... He like lured me in, sucked me in. And I was like, it took me like two and a half years to break away from him. Because it was all mind games. Yeah. Like when you first started dating, he was like so sweet to you. Yeah, well, that's what, because I've read about this. One of my aunts is a therapist and I literally talked to her because I was so fucked up from this. Yes. And another big red flag, like Leah just said, like he would send me flowers at the beginning. He sent Mm -hmm. like food to my office and like treats. And if I was sick, he would like come in and take care of me and like get all this shit. And I just, I felt so like loved and secure. And then- after that, he just, like, like had you, yeah, that it just, it just like, like dropped off the face of the earth. It's literally like he does all this stuff to make you feel loved and special and mm-hmm. wanted, and then all of a sudden a switch flips and he doesn't give it to you anymore. And then you're like, wait, why do I feel like I did something wrong that you're not treating me the way you did before? Yeah, now I have to feel like I'm on edge. You get put on edge, and you're always constantly anxious and trying to like make up for whatever you've done wrong when you've done nothing wrong. Nothing. Nothing and you just, wrong. Like, want to keep him from like not getting mad, and I never. That's the thing too. Is then all of a sudden, like when they're mad, it's like fucking. It's not just like they're mad. Like you had like a little argument. It's like they're mad, like big mad. Do you remember on that Fourth of July party? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, vaguely. <laughs> so well, yeah, but I remember. Yeah, but he got mad at me. So. Lee and I were at this 4th of July party at his house, which basically I did all the work for because the squatter was there. The squatter was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like the meeting of the, <laughs> the shit. The assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and I showed up obviously early to help him set up or whatever. And he was like, oh, were you going to stay over tonight? And I was like, no, I can't. I'm going to the beach tomorrow morning early. So like, it wouldn't that's make right. sense for me to stay over his house. Like that's why he was mad at me. And he took it out on you the whole night. The whole night. And then I got so fucked up. I remember people coming up to me like a few days later and they were like, are you okay? Because he got so mad at you and then proceeded to ignore you ignored- the entire party. Yep. And it was so awkward too, because it was like you and me and our group of friends mm-hmm. that were there. And then him and his little group of friends, which was like eight people. Yeah. Like this was a very small party. It was like maybe 20 people at max. Yeah. And him and his friends were like over in one corner of the lawn, like completely ignoring us. And we're all on the other side. It was so uncomfortable. And it should have been like an easy, like, let's all mesh together. Like you and I were kind of the bridge between like the two different groups. And he just flat out ignored you. He just ignored me. Yeah. Yeah. And I would be like, oh, do you want to play beer pong? Do you want to be my partner? And he literally would look at me not speak and turn around and walk the other way so fucked up do you remember because you just brought up his group of friends so we go to like his friend's house it was so uncomfortable so uncomfortable like they clearly did not like me we were playing some game we were all sitting around the table yeah like i don't remember what i said but i made some comment that was aimed toward the trainer at this point like it was very clear that like he was treating her like shit and basically like we were just waiting for Kara to like wake up and like stand up for herself because I had talked till I was blue in the face to tell her that this guy was not good for her but like you know you have to make those decisions on your own so Mm -hmm. 
That was another reason why I went to this party, too, because I was like, if there's going to be fucking shit going on again tonight, like, I'd like to be here for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. I can step in if necessary. So I can take her out of here, <laughs> throw um, her in the back of a car. Yeah. So I was, like, not holding back. I, like, no. I don't even know what I said. I don't remember either, but you said something that really, really set him off. But then instead of getting mad at you, which also would have been irrational, like, just fucking laugh it off, like, figure right. it out. He got mad at me. Yes, he did. He blamed me. He spent the rest of the night after that ignoring you and being nasty to you to the point where I even said to him, I was like, dude, I made that comment. Like, yeah. what the fuck is your deal right now? Nope. Like, Kara didn't do shit. Didn't do I was like, get mad at me. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I can fucking take it. Yeah. Not that I fucking deserve it. No. Because it was like something made, something said in humor. Like, fuck off, bro. But like, he had to drive us back to my car. <laughs> so you and I sat in the back. <laughs> we, sat, we both sat in the back seat. <laughs> and I think like, I was, I was like, so I was like a hundred percent done with him and his fucking nasty attitude. And I was like, thanks, Uber driver. Yeah. Oh or my some God. Shit. Yeah. He got and I was, so mad. I don't even think I said a word to him I think that was the first night I actually was really mad at him because I never got mad at him because I don't get mad at people like I for dumb shit for dumb I never got mad at him and like all the shit he put me through and I was actually genuinely mad and I was also there's a part of me I was like you know what good I get to actually be mad at you right now yeah like looking back I'm like why didn't I just like why wasn't I strong enough to like say no? I'm not gonna stand for this, but like, but you liked him so much, I did, like and that I also was the don't problem. Know why? I think. I mean, listen, like we're. I'm just gonna say, like, obviously, we are not qualified to give anyone any kind of no. advice. We're just speaking to our experiences yes. and like what we know of and what we've experienced Absolutely. with relationships like this. And I think that like the reason that you didn't want to leave is because you had real feelings for him, which I think yeah. a lot of people can understand. Like there's a whole other layer here. Like, yes, you could have been like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm leaving. But then like, you then can. you're leaving. It's so easier said than done. Right. Yeah. And then I was so upset. I like couldn't eat. I physically would get like nauseous every time I like tried to eat. I just couldn't. I just think that's indicative of how like deeply this affected you oh, yeah. because he like, you know, treated you so shitty. And like we're, I mean, we're giving some examples of like what he said and did. Mm -hmm. But like overall, we're being very broad. Like this yeah. went on for over two years. Over two years. Like there were a lot of other little things, like a lot of other little red flags that oh, started yeah. adding up. Like after like six months of you guys dating, I think like the first like four or five months were okay. Yeah, they were fine. But I do remember like some nights going to the bar, like it would be you, me and him. And this was before I was dating the bartender. But he was there. But he was there because <laughs> he was actually the bartender. Yeah. <laughs> Thus the name. Yeah. Um, and like you guys would start bickering yeah. and I would just be like, I'm not fucking dealing with this. And I would go sit at the bar. Yep. And Even like, he knew. He was like, oh, great. Those two are fighting again. I know. It would be like within like an hour of not us being even. there and he would be like, are they fighting again? I'd be like, yep. You know, then you guys would like want to leave because you were both in bad moods after that. I remember like after that happened a couple of times, I would make you stay. I'd be like, he can go. Yeah. You're going to stay with me and yep. I'm going to put you in a better mood because mm -hmm. you fucking deserve it. And like you, you don't need did. this fucking asshole. Yeah. No. But I realized I was like keeping him secret. I didn't like you were. So I kept him totally secret. I was one of the few 
that you were knew. like the only one you and well, my roommate I even knew, she didn't know as much as you knew everything like you were basically because the only i was one. like in it with you, you because were. like i was there with you at the gym mm-hmm. i was there with you when we would go out like i was there when you guys started feeling flirty so like i was like in it with you yeah and you saw like a lot of the fights you saw everything and then i think this also crossed into when you moved into your apartment oh that was a whole other thing i mean yeah like that turned into another problem like I you remember. moving away yeah i moved away and he couldn't away by the way away to the city (laughs) fucking come on away it's not like you're going to alaska (laughs) jesus he he couldn't even figure out how to get to my apartment on the subway like he took the subway the wrong direction and i remember he called me and i was like oh okay you probably got confused you probably took it like whatever uptown instead of downtown and then he got mad at me he blamed me because he got lost because he got lost well he blamed you because you moved away yeah so it's your fault that he got lost because you moved (laughs) see that logic there yeah fucking ridiculous (laughs) is Is it it real real or is it ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um another red flag, at least for me, and this is something how I felt, um, which I know this is super unhealthy in a relationship. I constantly felt guilty. Yeah. Like if I didn't hang out with him or He made you feel he guilty. Ma- no, he made me feel guilty all the time. And like that's super unhealthy. If you're with somebody and you constantly just like feel this sense of guilt and dread, like, oh, you have to go see them, or if you're not seeing like your best friends as much as you used to or if you find yourself lying or being shady about where you're going because you feel like you shouldn't be seeing this person all red flags all red flags yeah for me that was the biggest thing was i was so shady i kept him secret i never wanted to define a relationship um and i always felt guilty all the time like if i were to just go to dinner with leah or have my girlfriends over my apartment he'd be like what are you doing and i i actually lied to him a lot huge red flag huge red flag huge red flag like you're doing something as innocent as like just hanging out with a group of like your girlfriends that's totally normal and he would get mad at you and i would literally lie as a preemptive to prevent a fight yep it's like an avoidance tactic because you don't want to start something that's out of nothing yeah you're like i just want to keep the peace like we're having a good day right we don't need to make a bad day because up until this point it was a good day like that's not okay no, that's not okay that's like so unhealthy yeah and i think that i started to really notice like how bad my relationship was with the squatter like when i started dating the bartender because it was like a complete 180. Like I went from this person who would pick fights with me just for something to do because he had nothing else to do because sometimes if we weren't fighting, we weren't talking. And he wanted to make sure that we were talking all the time. So then like when I started dating the bartender and I would go out with all my friends all the time. And I mean, it was a little different because we were living together already. So like he saw like my big social life. But I would be like, are you sure? Like, do you want me to come home? Like, I can come home. I don't have to go. And he'd be like, no, I want you to go and have fun. And I would be like, I would be all tense and confused. I would be like, wait, wait. What? Are you sure? Like, you want me to have fun? Yeah, you're like, I'm allowed to leave the house? Yeah, like, <laughs> you're not going to get mad that I'm having fun? And he'd be like, no, I want you to have a good time. Like, <sighs> And I'd be like, do you need me to be home by some time? I don't oh know. God. And then he'd be like, no, you come home when you come home. Like, <sighs> it was just like, it was such a 180. And it to the point where I was like, holy shit, like, I was so fucked up from this past relationship that, like, I didn't even understand what it was to be in a normal, healthy relationship yeah. until, like, I was already in one. Right. And then I was, like, in it. And I was like, oh, okay, like, this is what it feels like. Like, I shouldn't have to feel like I'm being questioned all the time. I shouldn't have to feel like 
I'm being doubted all the time or picked fights with all the time. Like I'm, I'm someone who's going to be treated well and loved and respected and all these things. And like the complete 180, like that I went from the squatter to the bartender, it was just like so eye opening to me, like how deep I was in a bad spot with the squatter, but I didn't know it until I was out of it. Same. No, that resonates so much with me. I remember as with my roommate in Trader Joe's and he picked a fight with me about whatever via text and he was like, you know what? I'm done. I want nothing to do with you. I never want to see you again. I never want to talk to you again. I remember crying in like the cheese section of Trader Joe's, which is just like a travesty. <laughs> it's like the happiest place on it's earth. It's not funny. I'm sorry. And um, again, I put my phone down. I was crying and she like took my hands and I looked up at her and I said, I'm free. That's so funny. The squatter did the same thing for me. He was like, never talk to me yeah. again. And I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, great. I, no, but I, I literally remember saying to her, I'm free. Yeah. And she was like, do you remember this? You literally said, I'm free. Like you were a prisoner. Like write this down. Let me capture this moment. Like sign this in my blood. Yeah. Like literally like yeah. you are free. Like do not go back to him. I literally didn't even care anymore, Leah. I was just so like done and I just never responded. And that was it. Like, that's what happens. It's like, you just get pushed to the point where you're like, I can't fucking take it anymore. Yeah. Because like all the different things that added up, these are things that like you don't even realize that are happening until like it's already happened. Yeah. When you're in the moment, like you're just like, well, why are you getting mad at me for something so small? I don't understand. And then when you look back and you see the whole whole series of events, you're like, holy shit, like all these things add up to one common problem. I think a lot of it too, I look back and like, I spent so much time worrying about him. Yes. Then I never, I stopped like worrying about myself. A lot of it too, I feel like is also understanding that like, it's not your fault that he treated you like this. Like he made you think a lot of things were your fault. Just like the squatter made me feel like a lot of things were my fault. But like it's not. No. It's his it's their problem. I think we can both like look back and walk away and like knowing that like none of that was our fault. No. Like at all. Not even a little. I think a lot of times it's really hard to break away from that. Yeah. Because and again, I talked to my aunt about this. You become codependent on each other and like it's unhealthy. Yes. And that's why you can't break away because you're like, wait, I rely on this person for attention, affection, like yes. whatever the whatever you get out of that, like you rely on them for and you that. become codependent and yeah. that's why it's so hard to break away because it's a constant cycle of you mm-hmm. feeding into his this because you want the affection and then he fights with you but then it, all of a sudden it's better so you're like okay like i feel satiated like round and round we fucking go <laughs> when worst, we'll stop nobody knows <laughs> i gonna say the worst merry-go-round ever <laughs> so like looking back Leah, like, what have you, like, learned? Because, like, you have moved into, like, a healthy relationship and I feel like I am still carrying the scars from this and, like, all these guys that I've been seeing. Like, I don't know how to, like, open up and let them in and, like, if I fully trust them. Like, I feel like I'm getting red flags from potential Peter because... Right of his breakup and I don't know if that's me being crazy because I'm like carrying these scars from him or like how in regards to like opening up and being vulnerable like it was really hard for me I had put up so many walls because the squatter was just so intense all the time yeah and in general for me it's like hard for me to open up to people 
Like, I can bullshit about anything, but, like, I don't really talk about personal stuff that often. Another reason why this podcast is, like, such a big deal for me. But, like, you know, here we are anyway. So proud of you. Um, But it took a lot of work. Like, it took a lot of me, like, giving out little pieces of information at a time and, like, really, like, learning and seeing and understanding that the bartender respected me and he wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. And like you said, from the get-go, he always, like, you were shocked. Like, he was always like, go out, have fun. You were like, wait, what? so nice all the time like there was never an instance where I felt like I had to be like on my guard with him or like guilty or feel guilty and I think sometimes I did just because of like I was like afraid of like remnants yeah like it's just kind of like finding someone that understands like your brand of like crazy kind of yeah like not crazy but like your your life like your life need and what you like to do just like finding someone that like understands who you are and like lets you just be you and like doesn't fight with you about it and doesn't pick fights with you about stupid shit never does yeah he's just like super chill I mean I think I'm I'm very lucky like he and I both met at a time in our lives like it just like everything kind of aligned very nicely like the way like that the everything happened aligned. yeah the way that everything happened like it just aligned very well like it was like the right place right time and like you know you kind of learn as you go because like you're learning about them just like they're learning about you yeah that's and it, very true it's kind of like you're learning and growing together you kind of have to look for that somebody that just makes you feel like safe like safe and comfortable and like yourself you can just be, you yourself. Can be yourself you just have to be open to finding somebody that's going to make you feel like your best self and sometimes you have to wade through the muck and the garbage and the trash a little bit (laughs) (laughs) i will set your dumpster on fire (laughs) so yeah and um just as a reminder again (laughs) we are not (laughs) we are not doctors doctors we are not therapists we're just here we're just talking about our experiences and what worked for us and and hopefully you can learn from us i think at the end of the day too you just have to do what makes you happy and i you know we say this i feel like we say this enough but like yeah you just have to find somebody that makes you happy. You have to do what makes you happy. I do feel like I learned a lot from him. Like I of learned course. I learned what an unhealthy relationship is. I right. learned like so many things. Like if there is a red flag or something in the back of your gut is nagging at you, like maybe it's not wrong. Like maybe take a step back and right. be like, am I lying about this person? Do I feel guilty all the time? Right. So I did learn a lot from him, but I'm just scared that I'm going to like keep carrying those scars and not be able to like fully trust people. Which I think is totally understandable. But I mean, you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. It's more, I think this is more dating than you've done. Yeah, in a long time. In a long time. Like since him. Right. So this is good. Yeah. I think the fact that you're also at this point where you're like willing and ready to go out and meet people. Yeah. It's huge. Because I ran right back to the quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, baby steps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the fact that you're out and dating is huge. It is. So I think take your win. Thanks, Leah. Yeah. Flips hair. Flips hair. (laughs) Okay. Well, on that note. Yes. Should we? I think so. (laughs) Okay. Let's get ridiculous. (laughs) Let's get ridiculous. Yes. Okay. In the spirit of our relationship themes, Mm -hmm. I have some questions that might, you know, make you just question whether or not you're in a healthy or unhealthy relationship. I don't know. Great. Let's find out. (laughs) I can't wait. Okay. Would you rather your partner's personality is exactly like yours or the complete opposite of yours? The complete opposite. 
I think I agree. I don't think I could deal with dating myself. No. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't either. I think that would be a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I like balance. Like, I think you need somebody. Who's yeah, gonna... you need someone to balance out your scales. You're yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> we agree, Leah. Oh my God. <laughs> We're growing. We are growing. Love it. Would you rather you always have to pop your partner's pimples or. <laughs> <laughs> Or always clean their hair out of the sink. Ah. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to keep this all serious, okay? I'm going to go with clean the hair out of the sink. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go pop pimples. pimples. Oh, it's so satisfying. Ew, I yeah. hate it. Oh, yeah, that like, you know, when you feel the skin like uh, the... Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I hate hair in the sink. I do too. <laughs> but I'll put on a glove or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Mr. Clean. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather not be able to talk to your partner for a month or not be able to touch your partner for a month? Oh, God. Um, Not be able to touch, yeah, I, I think. I, I agree. I don't think I could not talk. No. Like, imagine being in the same house. You're, like, writing signs and, like, I don't shut the gestures. fuck up. I talk so much. <laughs> I could don't think I wouldn't be able to not nope. talk. that's why this is a great platform for us perfect outlet for you yeah what would you do i agree i would go touch yeah because at least you could like be around the same room you could could, like technically sleep in the same bed yeah you're just not touching you're just not touching that's fine it's still that's still kind of like a level of intimacy that feels like a very healthy exercise actually like let's see how long we can go without (laughs) touching five seconds (laughs) (laughs) would you rather Take a yoga class with your ex as your partner in the yoga class, it's like partner yoga, or your partner take the class with their ex. Oh, I'm here to ruin lives. God, you and these exes <laughs> with the partner exes questions, like these kill me. No. So either I take a class with my ex. So yeah. Or my partner takes a class with his ex. Yep. Do you want me to go first? If you want. I mean, like I currently don't have a partner. So, but still, like, but still, if you did, if I did, I'd rather do it with my ex. Dirty. (laughs) (laughs) I walked right into that. You did. Right into that. Um, Just because, like, I'd like look real cute and like I can't do yoga handstands or anything, but I would just be like, here's me in my cute yoga pants. I'd try to like trip him and I don't know, <laughs> just make him look like a jerk. Also, like I don't want my partner doing anything with their ex. Like get out of here. I know. I On think, no fucking planet. I think that's like what I would have to choose too, especially if I'm going with consistency because like the other questions like these in the past, I always pick my ex. Yeah. Like what I said a couple episodes ago, I think there was like an elevator question like yep, this. Yes, there was. And I was like, I know my relationship with my ex. I don't know my partner's exactly. relationship with his ex. Exactly. Like I so trust like, myself. Yes. I trust him. Not that I don't trust no, no, no. him. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just exactly. that like I feel more comfortable with that scenario. Yeah, like so, I can yeah. control this. I can't control you and your ex doing yoga. Right. I would pick my ex. Same. Would you rather Instagram live all of your arguments <laughs> or never use the internet again? Oh, God. <laughs> never use the internet nope. ever again? Nope. Never well, again. I have to use Instagram live then. Yeah, same. Because I'm so addicted to the internet. You could like make it like we, you can make it like a thing. Like, yeah. Like, we're I could going be like, live again. We're, we're going live fight to about. fight again. Yeah. It's been five minutes. I know. But like, here we are. <laughs> 
That would be great for me because I'm arguing with my boyfriend yeah, for fun. I know. Yeah, you can make it. I like can a add thing. another layer. Oh, yeah, I can invite the people. Maybe you can go on our Instagram. I'll do the a next series. Time you guys <laughs> do an argument, you can go live on Real Ridiculous. He'll come home from work and he'll be texting, and I'll be like, "Is you that your it, other like, girlfriend?" All, like, propped up, <laughs> waiting. And you're like, "Wait, wait, wait!" Before, before you hold on, hold record. on. Before we start, like I know you have a good point to make, but like, let, let me, me just, just go live. Let me just turn this on. Thanks. That's super healthy. <laughs> um. Okay. Would you rather have a partner whose hands are covered in Cheeto dust all the time or always has something stuck in their teeth? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to go stuck in the teeth. Same. Because Cheeto dust all over. And then that's going to get all over everything. And then everything in the apartment eventually is going to turn orange. Like, no, thank you. so much. First of all, I don't really like Cheetos. I don't either. Ugh. And I hate that feeling when, like, you feel like you have dirt under your nails, Ugh. like, or like Cheeto dust under I your hate nails. Seeing people like lick that dust off their Ew. fingers, yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. grosses me out, me out so much. No, thank you. I would literally be like, get out of my house. Yeah, with no those hands. Absolutely not. <laughs> Never touch me. I'll just like if my partner has something stuck in his teeth all the time, I'll just carry like floss sticks. Yeah, I'll pick it out for you. I'll get like one of those toothpicks. I'll be like, here you go, babe. It's your time. <laughs> it's your your time to pick (laughs) pick that tooth (laughs) while we're at it blow your nose (laughs) you should listen to our last episode (laughs) nobody likes a mr sniffles (laughs) would you rather have your partner go through your phone every day or get a notification every time you spend money I do get a notification every time I spend Not money. Not you, like your partner would get it. Oh. Yeah. These are super healthy behaviors. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, my bank texts me No, no, no. Like he, he or she would get. My the, partner would yeah, get a partner. notification every time I spend money. Yep. Or they can go through my phone every day. Mm-hmm. They can go through my phone every day. Yeah, I agree. I have nothing to hide. Yeah, I have nothing to hide. But then I guess if they go through my phone, they can see how much money I spend. True. I wasn't thinking like along the lines of like going through your like no, like, but like bank texts out. and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. text, whatever. Yeah. Fine. How fucked up would that would be if somebody got like watch your uh, every move on your credit card? Leah, three forty nine at Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> nine a.m. Leah, two p.m. Three forty nine at I, Starbucks. You know, I literally spent like three hundred dollars on aloe yoga the other day. Like, can you imagine? I'm. I need to stop online shopping. Yeah. No, I don't need anybody to see how much I money I spend because I like I, I online shop. Oh my god. I'm a huge like buyer and returner too. Oh, like okay. I'll buy a bunch of shit just to try it on at home. That makes sense. To then return it. So yeah. like. I don't need him to see. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh my how god. Mine would be like is. Revolve clothing, Abercrombie and Fitch. It's like Pinky a big Pinky. huge charge. Oh. And then oh, I yeah. wind up getting most of it back, but like the initial charge is like 300 400 bucks. Oh yeah. And then like, you know, I'll keep like half of it, but like Do you get a notification then when they like refund you? Yeah. So maybe he would get that too. Yeah, but then he'd be like, why? Like what? Yeah, like it's that. just too much. I don't think that like men understand no, I how think women shop. That's also like super unhealthy. Like please don't track everyone's every financial move. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather have free tacos every day for the rest of your loveless life or oh, find true love but never be able to eat tacos again? But I love tacos. You're going to either have tacos and be loveless or never have tacos. But So tacos would be your true love. <laughs> That's true. Every day. Yeah. Um, 
I guess I would have to give up tacos. Yeah. Because I want love. <laughs> I want a true Everybody love. Everybody wants a true love. You know, it's funny. I obviously like tacos, yeah. But I don't order them. I'm like a quesadilla girl. You are. So we can change this question yeah, for you to be quesadillas. To. Oh my God. I can't give up quesadillas. Mm, this is better. Redo it again. <laughs> Read it again with quesadillas. <laughs> Have free quesadillas every day for the rest of your loveless life or find true love, but never be able to eat quesadillas again. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I don't know how I would give up a quesadilla. I mean, I have to pick love. I guess I'm giving up oh, quesadillas. Yeah. Alrighty. Would you rather never have had your unhealthy relationship with the squatter, or I guess me with the trainer, mm-hmm. and never had to deal with any of that drama, like that whole situation, mm-hmm. or had it gone through it and learned what you learned? I, as much as I wish that I didn't go back down that road again when I did with him, mm-hmm. I did learn so much. Yeah. So I don't think I regret it. I don't think that I would have... I don't think I would change it. I think I would still have had it. That's such a healthy answer. To get to where I've gotten, I think I had to go through it. Right. So I don't think I would change it. I agree. I don't want to like give him the power in saying like, I don't ever want to like do that again. That right. kind of thing. Like I don't want, not that I'm feeling weak or I am weak for not wanting to go through that again. No. But I don't, I don't want to like give him that satisfaction. Like, like you said before, everything happens for a reason. Right. And I think there was a point to him. Right. Whether or not, you know, I'll figure it out now or <laughs> in or 10 years eventually. from now or maybe when I get my sweet, sweet revenge on him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think it, it taught me about like codependency and like what to look for in a healthy relationship. So yeah, I agree. Same answer. I love that. Yeah. That was so well put. Thank you. Also like we probably wouldn't have gotten as close as we are. I fully agree with that. (laughs) We bonded so much over our shitty (laughs) ex-boyfriends. Pieces of scum. Anyway. Um, last question. Okay. If you could go back to your time with the squatter, Mm -hmm. and I guess I'd go back to the trainer, what advice would you give yourself, like knee deep in the weeds, like height of misery? What advice would you give yourself? Oh, that's a great question. Thank you. What advice would I give myself? Yeah. My former self. Yeah. Who is dealing with all of this fucking drama that I hate, hate drama. I would probably, I don't know if I would necessarily give myself advice, but I would probably ask myself a question. Oh, what would that be? I would be like, what are you getting out of this? Oh. Because I think like taking a long, hard look in the mirror and being like, what are you actually getting out of this? Yeah, like how is this? How is this helping you? How is this benefiting you? Are you happy? Yeah. And like asking myself those questions to make me realize like no i'm like, not no i'm not I'm happy, not happy. Yeah. i'm not Wait, getting anything brilliant. out of this that's so good i, I think that's that. what i would do can you ask me that too <laughs> yeah i'll go back and ask you that too <laughs> i'm pretty sure i did smack me you. up yeah you definitely did <laughs> i think that's my answer i love that thanks what would you do i think i would just sit myself down and i think i would just say you're gonna be okay yeah 
everybody was telling me over and over and I would talk to people about him all the time, like how miserable I was, how would I get away from him? Like ultimately what it came down to was like, I had to figure out how to do it on my own. And it took me so long. And I think I would just sit myself down and I would just be like, you're going to be okay. Like you're going to get there and it might take a while. It might break you. Like you might suffer. You might like break down and cry in a Trader Joe's, but I almost feel like I'm going to cry right now. Like I just want to be like, you're going to be okay. Yeah. And you know what? You are. Because I am. I absolutely am. But I think that's huge. Like there were, I'm sure, moments where you were like, how am I going to get out of this? It was a straight misery. And like, I guess hearing from your older, wiser self. Just being like, you're going to be okay. Wow. I like my cry. (laughs) Oh my God. Let it out, girl. No, like This is a safe space. (laughs) Seriously. Just like if I had heard that. I think it would have made it like 10 times better. Like a weight off your chest. Because while everybody was like, you know, we're here for you. We love you. Right. I didn't really have anybody telling me like, you're going to move past this. Right. People were like, you're going to look back and laugh at this. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. No, I mean, that's legit. Like you were afraid of like what was going to happen because like you spent so much time dealing with his fucking drama Mm -hmm. that like you're like, okay, well now what? Am I going to be okay once I get out of this? So I think that's good. I like that. We're all going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. This was a great episode. (laughs) Our little therapy session. I know. Unofficially. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. Unofficially. We are not therapists again. But I loved this. I know. I love when we have our deep little introspective episode. Yeah, we try to like share our lives with you guys so you can connect with us. Yeah. That's really what we're just trying to do. Just be real. Be real. While being ridiculous. And ridiculous. (laughs) We're both all encompassing. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, this feels like... Like the time. Yeah. The time to say goodbye. It feels like the end. Until next Wednesday. Yes. (laughs) Um, Thank you guys so much for listening, especially to this episode. Yes. It was really hard for us to open up, but we always want to be open and honest with you guys. And if you've ever experienced a relationship like this or have any advice or want to share your story, like please DM us. We love hearing from you guys. We love hearing from you. You know, I think Lee and I both learned throughout ours that we needed each other and we needed our friends and they really were there for us. Yes. Um, My aunt did recommend a book for me on codependency. So we can throw that up on the gram. If you guys want some more information on that, that really helped me. Yeah. Also, so did boxing classes. (laughs) (laughs) An outlet. (laughs) Yes. Um, And as always, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at Real Ridiculous and you can play along with all of our would you rathers and you guys can all interact with us. And please, please, please make sure you give us a great five-star rating and leave us a really nice review. We love all of our reviews. They make us so happy. So happy. And make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you know when we release new episodes, which will be every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, baby. Every Wednesday, baby. All right. So we're saying goodbye. Yes. Until next Wednesday. Until next Wednesday. We love you. We love you. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.